Member organizations are only as strong as the members who choose to serve. This November, five current board members are running for five open seats on the Angus board. I'm Miranda Ryman with the Angus Journal, and we're introducing you to each of those candidates before next month's annual meeting. So today I'm visiting with Jerry Tice of Leavenworth, Kansas. Jerry, why don't you just go ahead and start by telling us a little bit about yourself and your involvement in the Angus business? Okay. Uh, I'm a second generation Angus Angus breeder. My mom and dad started this back in 1952. We operate under the farm name April Valley Farms. We're located in Leavenworth, Kansas. I have an annual bull sale every spring, the third Sunday in March, uh, mainly target producing commercial bulls for, for, for purebred registered Angus bulls for commercial producers. Uh, it's a true family operation. Uh, dad, dad, parents, brothers, sisters, uh, and my children are the third generation involved, I guess. But uh, family's fairly active. My wife's on the auxiliary, going to be treasurer or is treasurer now. And and uh, my youngest, Kelsey, serves as Miss American Angus currently. So with that vantage point, you've got a lot of uh, experience in a lot of parts of the Angus breed. Tell me what the Angus breed has going for it right now, or what are some of the biggest strengths of both the breed and the association today? Well, I think the breed is definitely kind of on top of the beef industry. And I think our goal is, as a, you know, as a, an association is to stay there. Um, you know, currently, I guess I'm really excited about some of the stuff that's going on through AGI with, uh, you know, with the addition of the functional longevity and if we can incorporate the teat and nutter scores and somehow um, weave that into a dollar M, I think would be, be um, you know, a goal, I guess. And, and um, you know, I think certified Angus beef's kind of still doing what it's always been able to do. And and Angus link is, is um, kind of coming along and being on the up and up. And I think between those two, those two things, I think it's going to be easy to kind of kind of increase the demand or at least uh, hold our own as far as the demand for registered Angus bulls. I also think as far as the Angus Association right now, I mean, I think we've got a got an extremely strong junior program, and and I think uh, I think that's encouraging as well. I like talking about all of the strengths, of course, but on the other side of that, what are the challenges, or how can the association address future challenges? Or how can we be more valuable to breeders and to commercial cattlemen? All right. I think the biggest challenges are, are to be able to adapt to the new technologies. Uh, I guess the biggest challenge of those new technologies is figuring out which ones, which ones are relevant, which ones are going to be uh, helpful and going to propel us, you know, keep us on top of the beef industry and, and, um, and still realize that not every not every new change or new thing is good, and be able to sort through, you know, which ones which ones we can use and and to our advantage and the advantage of the beef industry and and uh, sort through those. We have a unique situation this year where we have um, five candidates who have been on the board running for re-election this year. This is a question that I haven't asked before, but what have you learned during this kind of first term? Maybe what surprised you or what knowledge do you think that you've gained that will help you be better equipped if elected to serve a second term on the board? Uh, well, I think the first thing is there's a big learning curve. Um, I think going in my first term, I think, you know, you've got a pretty good understanding of, of how things work, um, you know, but once you, 
get a little more experience in the boardroom. I think there's um, there's just an immense amount of information, um, you know, that that's pretty much thrown at you that you need to sort through and and use to to um, you know make the best decision, you know, based on that information. So I think the biggest thing I've learned is just that. I mean, how how involved it's become uh, and how rapidly things are are changing. I think that's a unanimous answer from from all of you that I've interviewed so far. So is there anything else that you'd like people to know before the annual meeting there in November? You know, I would just say that, I mean, I've enjoyed serving serving on the board. Um, I mean, I do take it seriously. Um, I do think membership input is important. Um, and I want to, you know, want to feel like I'm available you know, at all times and, and pretty much listen with an open ear and, and take all that into consideration. I can say that from a, a staff perspective, when I've seen you guys come into that boardroom and you cover a lot of ground each time and just want to say thank you on behalf of the membership for putting your hat in the ring and, and saying that you're willing to donate another couple years of time and service to the breed. Perfect. Thanks, That's- Miranda. Elections will take place during the annual Convention of Delegates, Monday, November 6th. Not registered yet? There's still time to join us. Visit AngusConvention.com to learn more. To listen to all board candidate interviews and to keep up on all the latest Angus news, visit AngusJournal.net.